Welcome to Gain That Tune. Back everybody, it's Game That Tune in the motherfucking house for the holidays. It's uh, it's the start of something special this week. It's our, it's that time of year, people. It's absurd time yet again. It's holiday absurdity. We're gonna be uh, doing a little head to head. It's you know, it's it's complicated. I'm not really sure how much how different it is from our normal show, but uh, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. So uh, as always, with you, it's your boy John Harrington. Uh, with me as always, John Regan, say what up. What up? And tonight, running the show, it's uh, it's uh, it's David's show tonight. He's the king, the cream of the crop, our uh, our absurd <laughs> August absurdity champion, rocking the crown hard, and uh, you know he curated the entire show. It's five games, all David. So David, you know, give us your intro. You've got you've got the floor as absurd king. Hello, my peons. <laughs> I am a humble king <laughs> and a benevolent king, and I I have enjoyed ruling you these past few months. But it is time to see if someone dare, and I repeat, dare, take my crown from me. <laughs> oh, my liege! It uh, it gives me no great and pleasure. transmission. <laughs> And communication. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's going to give me no great pleasure to uh, take that crown from you, since we don't live in the same place, and it would be very complicated to come steal your crown. But I will metaphorically be happy to come take that crown. It's going to be a it's going to be a fun show. David chose all five games, so you know the tunes are going to be great. Uh, no, no guarantee that Johnny or I, or I know any of these games, which uh, makes it you know a little I extra am- spicy special. As and, I said, uh, <laughs> I, I tried to be a benevolent king, and yeah. I didn't choose anything. I was close, man. Like, <laughs> I, I have one game in my back pocket that is, like, obscure beyond belief, but yes. I didn't choose it. Um, <laughs> I decided to go for uh, a wide breadth. Many different genres, many different systems, many different styles. Excellent. Um, you're, you're seeing the depth of David. I'm covering a lot of stuff tonight. Oh, man. The depth of David. Uh, yeah. Porno title? Book title? It's a, it's a multi-purpose yes. title. You know, yeah, it game, can be both. Game that tune theme. Depth of David. Um, <laughs> so yeah, man. Uh, David, if you want to take over telling John when to start the songs, you know that's, uh, that is your right as, uh, as Absurdity King. I would be happy to. Um, I was trying to think if there was anything else to add to the intro, but I, I don't believe there is. Uh, Johnny, hit game one, please. That feels good, Game one.
Yeah. Sounds foresty. Hmm. Starting off with something happy. I like it. Hmm. Mysterious. Certainly different. It's the way I likes it. So tell me, are you gentlemen ready for... Yes, <laughs> I am ready for trivia. Yeah, sorry, I wasn't looking Podcast... at the window. It's like, what a dramatic <laughs> pause this is. <laughs> Podcast <laughs> listeners are going to love that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, for all of our podcast listeners, are you ready for trivia? Yeah, that's what <laughs> we have trivia on this show. All right, so um, in every world in this game, there is a transition as you move from one area to another. It involves like a like an iris spiraling in and out. Yes, understand. Oh, like, like a wi- like a wipe. 
Yeah. Nice. Uh, Say that every one. single Just... world, that wipe, that spiral, has a different symbol attached to it. Mm. And it is unique to each world. Those symbols include a keyhole, a rose, a lightning bolt, a skull and crossbones, a plain circle, a jack-o'-lantern, and a discus. Thanks, pal. Okay. You are welcome. could have very easily gone with a different song for the third one but i really like that song oh, that's a great song man and you know yeah i feel like uh yeah there's a number of uh there's a number of distinct themes that would be uh available in this game that you could have gone with and uh i think that was a nice choice you know that one's and not it was heavily- also worth it to see the very very confused look on johnny's face yeah <laughs> well, yeah, well it could, you know yeah. i know confused. probably <laughs> the title of the game the system is another story. Hopefully, I don't need that. <laughs> nice. He was confused over your wipe-related trivia. So, 
Yeah. Yeah, I've never been that good at wiping. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> come on, man. You know, everybody that took a TV production class is just mad at you for that joke right now. We got it out of our system in seventh grade, John. Shit. <laughs> I was just going to say, um, exactly. I was never very good at wiping. Jeez, John, that's a really shitty joke. <laughs> oh! And that's it. <laughs> End of yeah. wipe jokes. All right. Do we have any answers ready? So answers. <laughs> uh, John Regan says Pirates of the Caribbean, which is incorrect. John Fuck. Harrington has the correct answer of Kingdom Hearts 2. <laughs> God damn it. Yup. Knew it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, knew it as the trivia was being said. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, the first song just sounded like that. Like I said, it sounded like jolly and like foresty and... You know, it felt familiar. <laughs> and then, uh, man, when you you know when you rattle off the uh, you know the the icons for all the different worlds in the game, it's like, uh, yeah, keyhole A, eh? <laughs> you got it. <laughs> well, interestingly, um, the three songs chosen each pertain to my three favorite worlds in this game. No way. Uh, the last song was the battle music from the Pirates of the Caribbean world. Pretty cool. Uh, the second song was the basic environment for space paranoids aka the tron world that was so and dope. the first was timeless river the steamboat willy world there it is oh uh, man which yeah. the fact that you get to go to steamboat willy is amazing yeah it's uh that was just awesome yeah great great throwback reference game back in the day because uh yeah man like I'm not like a mega Disney fan, but even I can appreciate you know, going back to the old black and white, you know, sepia tone Steamboat Willie world and like uh, messing around with good old Pete and I don't remember what else you can do in that world, but yeah, man, uh, you know, oh, dig it. So, um, yeah, man, how do you feel all in all about Kingdom Hearts 2? Kingdom Hearts 2 was awesome. Yeah? <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 2 was so good. You know, it's it's strange, man. It's you know, it's been a long time since I played it because you know, I I don't know. Whenever I originally finished it, it left me with just kind of a taste in my mouth. Like you know, I I love the original one, and then the second one. I think the main thing that bugged me was that they added in the uh, press triangle to win the battle system. Like you know, you, yeah, you beat up the boss long enough, and then it's like, oh, you get a quick time action if you press triangle, and it's how you do your like sick ass finishing move. And it's like, yeah, that's cool, but it takes some of the, you know, a little bit of just the surprise of like actually landing the final hit on the guy out of it. And you know, it, it was a fun the game, was fun, fun, you know, fun adventure, fun worlds. But I just felt like there was some, there was something lacking. There was a little, little bit of something, you know, just off about it. But you know, I still. See, I will. Um... I will concede that point, that the, the quick-time event finishing moot, because I remember getting to that point, and I remember missing one of the quick-time events, like, ah, whatever, just keep playing. And I remember next time that I hit a quick-time event, it took, like, a quarter of the boss's health off. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> how you're supposed to do it. And mm -hmm. I will concede, that was kind of, I didn't enjoy that. But, um, I pretty much feel the opposite, where I really enjoyed Kingdom Hearts 1, but Kingdom Hearts 2 just did everything better. Right. Well, yeah, that's the thing. It did, that's that's the funny thing. I felt like it did most of like everything better. For some reason, I just really locked in on those quick time finishers. <laughs> I'm like, uh, you know, yeah, it's just you know, it should be like a little icing on the cake. Like once you've defeated the boss, there should be a quick time event of you just like whooping a little bit of ass. But like, actually, like saving your own ass by getting a quick time event, I feel like happened to me way too many times in that game. But 
you know, that aside, it's fucking delightful. <laughs> like, you know. But that's one of the things that I like, because the first game, it, um, I enjoyed the combat in the first game, but it, it was still very, like, basic action RPG mm-hmm. combat. Whereas this one, if I remember, I think you got more summons, and you could change, they had the, like, forms... Where yeah. you could merge with either Donald or Goofy and become like slightly more powerful in one way and just get two keyblades and just wail ass. Love. And I remember love that being like really fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think they just decided to add way more fun touches to this one. I feel like the summons in the first game, it's like you summoned them and the you know, things just kinda happen around you. I feel like in the second one, and again, I don't remember this particularly well. But, like, I feel like you actually controlled what they did a little bit more. Like, didn't you get, like, Mushu the dragon or something? You could, like, shoot fireballs and, like, you know, wasn't there a little bit I don't more? Remember, I don't remember if Mushu was in the first one or the second one. Oh, I do remember that um, Stitch was in the second one and it turned it into, like, a real quick shooting game. Like, you yeah. see it, like, Stitch's cursor would just appear and you would just shoot everything on screen. Right, yeah. See, I, th- I feel like <clears throat> that made the combat more fun and then just more moves for Sora and whatever. You know, I feel like, uh, yeah, the uh, the summons were a little more like modify your own fight mechanics instead of like, hey, look, here's the genie, and he's just going to, like, blow shit up. Like, <laughs> you know, I think, uh, I think yeah, that's the thing. The, you know, the combat was, uh, it was improved. And, yeah, and the worlds were so much fun. Uh, you know, the fucking, you know, the Tron world just seemed so cool at that time because <laughs> it was like, oh, yeah, anybody remember that movie Tron? <laughs> No, 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 no. Well, one of the things that I love is, because, um, you know, props to Kingdom Hearts, man. Because when it comes to, like, their voice actors, they do the best that they can to get people to reprise their roles. Because, yeah. I mean, they got, in the first game, they got the woman who played Alice, who was, like, 90 at the time, to come <laughs> back and do it again. Yes. And in this game, they dug out Bruce Boxleitner, who hadn't played Tron for 22 years, <laughs> and he was Tron again, damn it. Tight. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, dude, that's yeah, that's that's pretty sweet. <laughs> and then I'm trying to remember the other ones. There was definitely the Mulan world. You listed the, you rattled off the fucking icons, and you know it just. Spaced um, well, all you around. actually, you actually got to go to the Beast Castle this time. Yes. Because um, in the last game, the Beast just kind of popped up in like one of the worlds. He, po- he popped um, up. I feel like at the end in the Hollow Bastion level, and it's like this is Beast Castle. What are you doing here, man? And it's nice to have you. You're you're really fucking strong. Come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was good. that. There was um. They brought back Olympus Coliseum, but you actually got to go into the underworld, oh, which was yeah. really cool. You know, there this was, movie um, or this one had a lot more James Woods than the last one. <laughs> there was the Land of Dragons from Mulan. They had they brought back Halloween Town, but you actually got to go to Christmas Town in Halloween Town, which was awesome. <laughs> yep. Um, oh, and there was uh, the Pride Lands from The Lion King. Yeah, you got to be Lion Sora. <laughs> and you got cool. To- yeah, what was it? Was it uh, Donald turns into basically Zazu and Goofy's uh, whatever fucking? I th- I want to say Goofy becomes a tortoise. Something like that. Like, <laughs> but I don't actually remember. Yeah. I know he becomes a sea turtle in the Little Mermaid world. Right. But I think he becomes like a land tortoise in the in the Lion King. <laughs> it's funny. You'd think he'd be a hyena or a wolf of some sort, but no. Turn the turn that poor dog into a turtle. Why not? Uh, but uh yeah man uh, you know the game it was it was a lot of fun that's the thing I, I remember you know mostly enjoying it and 
<clears throat> I remember it leaving me really wanting Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> because it's like, wow, yeah, they're really cranking things up a notch. And wasn't there like some sort of like sneak preview or something of Kingdom Hearts 3 like on the damn disc back in the day? Like, I think there was like a story cutscene from like the Keyblade Wars and then, you know, <laughs> yeah. here's the thing. I love the Kingdom Hearts series, but I hate the storyline because it's so <laughs> convoluted and makes no sense. Yeah, seriously. No, I I've lost... I've, you know, I, there was a time when I actually would like, okay, well, I'm, I'm not going to play all the handheld entries in this, but, you know, maybe I'll just read up on the story and I'm just like, oh, wait, what? You know, no, this is inscrutable. There's, uh, no, 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 no. Okay, I'm going to ignore this story and act like I never read it and I'm just going to wait for Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> like, hopefully well, I it think just... the best way to describe it is we're, we're currently waiting for the release of Kingdom Hearts 3. Which will be, I think, the ninth game in the series. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And they've just been, you know, uh, finding ways to add new wrinkles and convolutions to it since then. So, yeah. You know, wrinkles, convolutions, and games with strange, hard-pronounced titles. You know, I'm still just reeling from the first time I heard them on the TV. <laughs> you know, Kingdom Hearts, 358 Days Over 2. Now available. I'm like, I'm sorry, that game's called what? <laughs> Do you say three, five, eight days overdue? Like, over two days. <laughs> Are you sure that that wasn't just a phone call from Blockbuster reminding you to return yeah. your game? <laughs> so what, it's the Kingdom Hearts that takes place, you know, inside of a library. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. You, you go from book to book. You know, it's old old Disney books. Yeah. Uh, no, just you know, Google uh, Kingdom Hearts and then type in 358 and it'll show you how it's spelled and it's pronounced 358 three, days over two. And it's <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I, I like the series. Uh, you know, I haven't tried to keep up with it very well. I, I would like to play more of the games in the series, but I, you know, it's like I want to play them despite their story. <laughs> like, I'm sure they're fun <laughs> games. I think I played I a little. I remember thinking it was like the the story gets convoluted and it's like it's way out there and twists and turns and you can't tell what's going on. It's like, ah, oh, why do I play this? And then I remember thinking back to Kingdom Hearts two and there's a section. I don't know if you go back to Hollow Bastion, but there's a section where you're fighting Heartless and it's just this gigantic gauntlet of them. And mm -hmm. then all of a sudden Cloud jumps in and helps you and yeah. you clear that section and Cloud's <laughs> like, hey, I got this, go ahead. And you run up and then Oron's there and then you run up to the next and then Yuffie's there. And then you're just like teaming up every single section. Like, this yes. is awesome. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, that's why we play this game. <laughs> like, you know, you don't play it for the wacky intro to Kingdom Hearts 2, which also is something that I've kind of forgotten about where you're playing as not Sora but Roxas the Oh god I hated that intro. Dude, it was you know it it really challenged me to actually push through it and play the fucking game proper cuz it's just like what the fuck are we doing? Like this is It was like bizarre. 5 hours of running errands and getting ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> and then oh okay, here's Sora. Here's the rest of the game. Have fun. Bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you know, you play it for the Final Fantasy team-ups, you play it for just, you know, the sick-ass summons and the fun battles inside familiar Disney worlds. You don't play it so much for the shadowy organization and the characters voiced by Christopher Lee, R.I.P., and the fucking Organization 13, and, you know, any of that stuff. <laughs> you play it 
for you know for fun and I don't want to say for nostalgia because that seems to have a negative connotation to it these days but essentially fun nostalgia and yeah just more fun <laughs> so, so yeah oh man you know well, um, unless anybody has anything to add to Kingdom Hearts 2 uh John would you like to take it to game two <laughs> yes please feeling good <laughs> great <laughs> okay <laughs>
Anyone care for a little trivia? I know I need no. it. John seems <laughs> quite confident. <laughs> yes. Ah. All right. I wrote uh, my answer down hours ago. <laughs> I wrote my answer down when I listened to all these songs before the game. Wait. Oh, crap. <laughs> I, I wrote my answer down six episodes ago when I thought this was the game played, but it wasn't. <laughs> So, uh, despite being made by a Japanese company, this com- this game never actually got a physical release in Japan. And the first time it was released in Japan was as part of a collection in August of 2005. Oh, wow. Gentlemen, do we have our guesses ready? Uh, no. Okay, John, do you have your <laughs> nah, guess? No, 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 don't John. Hold on, I got, I got to write something down. Johnny clearly <laughs> has his guess ready. Yeah, no shit, John has his guess ready. This is the most Sega Genesis music of all time. Of course, he has a guess ready. Oh, <laughs> uh, this has got to be wrong. All right, let's see him. Fuck. Uh, John Harrington says colon axe, which um, you may have noticed is incorrect. John Regan says Vector Man, which is correct. God damn it. <laughs> I was so going to write Vector Man. I was yeah. tempted to give myself the cha-ching before you even announced it. <laughs> John Regan cha-ching. 
Yeah, it didn't sound like Golden Man. It says, ching Vector Man, this is actually Sonic Gems Collection. Jeez, John. Cool. So, um... Yeah, that's uh, that was very generous of you, David, using a song, using a game that John has previously chosen for a Sega mixtape on the show. You know, uh, <laughs> God damn it. Well, um, as I as I went through, I was like, you know, do I want to be cruel? Do I want to try to screw you guys? Do I want to pick obscure games? Like I said, yes. I still have that obscure one in my pocket. Uh-huh. And I was like, no, you know what? Let's um, let's be fair to everybody, and then um. And then we'll have those last two games kind of for me. So I picked one game for John, one game for Johnny, and one game that I thought Jesse would be able to guess. Uh, and then, you know, two picks for fun. Sweet. So was, Ki- so, uh, was, Ki- was, was Kingdom Hearts 2 my game or Jesse's game? Uh, that was your game. Oh, okay. Ah, crud. I was hoping there was, another, I know that- <laughs> hoping there was another gimme coming. Because <laughs> I know that um, we played that game and we talked about that game. And I know for a fact that Johnny and I have played Vector Man together. Nice. Yeah. I was and say also that. because Vector Man is awesome. Yeah. So Johnny, it's your time to shine, man. Uh, you know, I never actually, uh, never actually played Vector Man. It's like a, it's like a scrolling shooter or something, right? Yeah. It was basically um, Sega's answer to Donkey Kong Country, right? Because it had the pre-rendered 3D graphics going on. Of um, and it actually did. There's rumors that it somehow made the Sega Genesis up in more colors than it's technically capable of, which I don't think that's right. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't sound right. Blast processing, man. <laughs> Blast processing. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's a great game. The music is fucking badass, and you have all these, you know. You, you 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 play as this robot who could turn into other things throughout the game. So like, there's times when you turn yourself into a bomb, or there's a boss fight where you're like a train on some tracks, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, you run around shooting things. Uh, it was one of my first times playing a Sega Genesis game that had an interactive Sega logo screen. You know, like you can actually Ooh. when you, the Sega logo pops up, you can like shoot it. Or um, there's like a little hidden monitor you can shoot and it makes the whole screen go black. It's kind of interesting. It's, kinda, it's, it's pretty neat. I'm a fan of stuff like anywhere. that. Especially in the modern era of long-ass load screens. It's like, give me something to do during this load screen. Like, i got to be able to move something. Because <laughs> otherwise I'm going to catch going my to reflection be... in the TV and I'm going to realize that I'm wasting a lot of time on loading screens. So <laughs> That was almost going to be the trivia for this game. The fact that you could run around on the um, title screen. Or the... The console title screen. And yeah, the logo. Shoot the, the Sega the, logo. The mandatory two seconds of Sega logo. Man, screen. <laughs> I wish that was still mandatory on all systems, but I guess it kind of comes when you turn on the system now. Like, yeah, uh, those were the days. So you wish there was a mandatory Sega logo screen on every console. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I was, you know, after last week's episode, I busted Fallout Four back out, and you started up and. It's got some nice startup animation and, you know, like really cool music and there's, you know, the power armor and stuff there, but it doesn't have the Sega logo or the, you know, the classic (laughs) Sega. And I just, you know, I don't feel like I'm really into the game as much as I could be. Like It's not, it's not Fallout 4 without Sonic the Hedgehog. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm really enjoying this Xbox One, but if someone would just sing Sega, it would be so much better. It's just like how every time... Like you fucking start up an old Capcom game and it does the like the. 
you get a fucking raging boner. Like, you know, I would, like, if they would just include that in more modern games, I would have the Pavlovian response that I have to old games, and therefore I would enjoy them more. Like, you know, they haven't figured, quite figured that out. Like, you know, I just, geez, modern game makers, am I right? Just <laughs> pour myself another drink. That was awesome. It really sounds. It really sounds like you're trying to start a stand-up routine. Like, what's the deal with modern game developers? <laughs> oh man, can we get Andrew Dice Clay as the guest on the next episode? <laughs> Probably. Oh. <laughs> What's up with fucking Vector Man, you know? Uh, yo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah. Uh, New Patreon <laughs> goal. Anyway, um, yeah, so, uh, Vector Man, uh, what was it that you said it wasn't released in Japan until, like, a Sega collection or something in 05? Because that was. Yeah, that it was never th- got a um, cartridge release in Japan, and it wasn't until, uh, I think it was Sonic Gems collection in 2005 that it finally got released in japan nice that was the that was the first time because it came out on like the wii virtual console but that was a couple years later right so the first time that they ever got a chance to play it cool well yeah hmm. you know because yeah that was the <laughs> that was the thing i was trying to google to uh you know point me in the right direction <laughs> and pointed me in the complete wrong direction so i don't you know. think you're supposed to google <laughs> hey man <laughs> you know you work with what you got when you have you know n- you know slightly no clue what the game is <laughs> problem was i totally was gonna guess it and then i googled my way into the wrong answer so you know it's poetic justice man that's how it goes <laughs> i also remember like when that collection came out everybody was like oh wait like sonic 1 sonic 2 sonic 3 sonic cd oh and then i think like sonic the fighters was on there it's like oh so many sonic yeah! games and like and then like hey bonus vector man one and two like oh okay like i don't yeah. know why these are on here but they're cool games so yeah. yay <laughs> exactly and they clearly turned vector man into the star that donkey kong country did for donkey kong and diddy kong like everybody loves vector man you know they're still still cranking those games out am i right folks <laughs> like <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey uh, you can you can pretend to uh, shit on these games all you want but i don't know of many other games that let your main character turn into a bomb that's what i'm saying yeah i yeah they are, uh, it's, it's a very, very 90s uh, set of games, and, uh, you know, you gotta love them for that. But, uh, yeah, they should, they should bring them back in some form. I don't know what a modern Vector Man game would look like. I feel like, uh, I feel like that design doesn't scale up all that great to modern times. But, you know, given, uh, given how easy it is to go on Kickstarter and kickstart a fucking side-scrolling, uh, modern game, you know, somebody's gotta be able to crank out a new Vector Man, so... Anywho, um, yeah, man, you know, keep hosting that show, it's, David. <laughs> it's, uh, hey, well, you were, I don't want to interrupt you, you know, but, um, <laughs> just want to say, yeah, Vector Man was awesome. So, uh, if there's nothing else, John, game well. three. <laughs> game three.
Cool. Oh, yeah. Indeed. Yeah. forgot they all kind of cut out like that that's good that's fine it's not the but, most i mean ab- i think they it's like a, a logical stopping point it's, it's not, not the most like abrupt end. endings that we've ever had <laughs> <laughs> uh, which i apologize i don't forget i think it might be the last game uh, one of the games has very abrupt endings for which i apologize in advance it's all good so um trivia yes please uh, one of the bosses in this game has a fighting style reminiscent of Akuma from the Street Fighter series, <laughs> and has move and has moves similar to the Hadoken, the Shoryuken, and the Dive Kick. And it's you said a boss that has all this stuff. Yes, one of the okay. bosses in this game. Okay.
deliberately mm. made that one shorter so that you don't have time to research and Google the answer. That's ah, all good. Yeah. <laughs> research wasn't going to help me in that. I don't think you can Google bosses like Akuma and come up with anything <laughs> worthwhile. <laughs> you mean Akuma, definitely... a boss? No, God, come on, Google. You know what I need. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing down something. It's definitely not right. I was trying right. to think if I if I had additional hints for this, but unfortunately I don't. Or no, too late. Wrote down the answer. N- no, because then it gets into a semantics issue. So anyhow, sweet. Right, let's see those answers. <laughs> um, John Regan says Mega Man X6, which is incorrect. John Harrington says Blaze Blue something something, which is also incorrect. No. Johnny was close. This is Mega Man X4. Damn it! Oh, <laughs> shit. oh man. man. Well, in your face, John. Um, speaking to the <laughs> trivia, the fire maverick in this game is Magma Dragoon, who can throw fireballs, has a flaming uppercut, and a dive kick, amongst right. a few other attacks. <laughs> who do you think would win in a fight between Flaming Dragoon and Tornado Tunyon? Magma Dragoon. He it's a robot <laughs> that people send him. I assume that was a cue for me to play that sound. If not, yeah, my bad. <laughs> um Yeah, so Magma Dragoon he uh he practices the uh Satsui Nohado. He has on a purple gi, uh some big beads. Uh does he have like uh, And yeah. sandals. Yes, exactly. Yeah, Robotic sandals. sandals. Robot, <laughs> robot sandals. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he's got spiky hair, I assume. You know. Um, and he just reminds you know everybody to uh, accept death and then punches the shit out of them. You know, I it's didn't play Mega Man. I wish we had the how absurd sound okay. on the board. Yeah, Johnny, how do you not have how absurd on the board? That uh, itself uh, is absurd. <laughs> <laughs> My board doesn't have how absurd it on it right now. What the hell? <laughs> oh, I'm so sad. I'm going to have to edit in a, Anyhow, se- a series of how absurd. <laughs> um, yeah, so Mega Man X4. Um, that, uh... Who yeah, that, played it? That one's outside my Mega Man X expertise. Yeah. No. See? Avoided the pun. Didn't even say Mega Man expertise. Um... That one's on what, like PS1? Uh, yeah. This is, yes. It was yeah. the first Mega Man X game on PS1. Totally skipped it. <laughs> and totally never played any of the other games in the series after that. Like After that, it became an exercise in, like, Google the Mega Man X series and see how stupid they've gotten. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so weird because they try to be more serious and somehow get more stupid. Yeah. You know, I, I don't get it, man. The Mega Man games... Even the X games weren't... They didn't need, like, story or, like, self-seriousness. Like, they're, they're games about robots fighting robots. You know, like, human robots fighting animal robots. Like, it's just not something that needs to be made serious. <laughs> you know, even as serious as Zero looks and acts, you know, he's not serious. He's a fucking robot that has a robot sword. Like, it's, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna try and set well, the record that for I that was utterances weird was of robots. They were like, okay, we, you know, the the Mega Man Classic series. It's gotten a little goofy. It's gotten a little whimsical. You know, Love we it. need to like make it <laughs> make it hard and metal and serious. All right, cool. So we're gonna take like the 
the idea of like fighting industrial robots and run with that. No, make them animals. Wait, yeah. what? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I saw this movie. I don't know if you heard of it, Terminator <laughs> Two. But there's like you know there's serious stuff about like you know not trusting technology and like technology run amok. We're gonna add fighting animals to that. It's gonna be dope. <laughs> like, We're gonna make <laughs> some serious hardcore animals like there's a tiger there's the armadillo there's the buffalo there's the onion (laughs) that's an animal exactly yeah there's probably a meeting somewhere it's like okay well you know the man the whole blank man thing is getting a little silly so what do we can what can we do instead oh we'll do animals that way we'll never run out of ideas seven games later um, um, I don't know, even guys. The sec- even Onion? the second game, because Mega Man X2 had wire sponge. Hey, at least <laughs> the sponge. At least wire sponge was technically like sea life. An onion <laughs> at no point like interacts with anything. <laughs> it definitely yeah, doesn't. Onion- onions on, definitely onions don't cause tornadoes. Layers. Have we learned nothing from Shrek? Do you not know what you? But it's all just layers of more onion. Yeah, we covered this. I was literally listening to yeah. this like earlier this week. Like, we know about your boss's bad onion metaphor. Like, check out our Mega Man episode for that. Uh, <laughs> but, Although, yeah. um, I will say, Mega Man X Four. It's it's before the series goes completely crazy because the bosses are not named after Guns and Roses members. That's good. Um, but it it does kind of start the like. It makes you wonder because it, it does have a serious story and, you know, you actually get to choose between X and Zero from the get-go. So you can play okay. through the whole game as Zero. I do like that. Which is really cool. Um, but it does introduce Split Mushroom. <laughs> it's okay. basically sounds... a mushroom that's Gemini Man. That sounds delicious. Like, it sounds <laughs> like a menu item. Yeah, you split the mushroom and then, like, what's in it? Is it, like, stuff with, like, crab meat or something? Like, yeah. You know, Jesus. Sounds, sounds tasty. <laughs> yeah. Split mushroom crab meat for appetizer. <laughs> That's a terrible Serve- boss. <laughs> Served with a side of caramelized onions. <laughs> okay, you heard it here first. Mega Man X Cooking Mama crossover. Oh, man. <laughs> That really should. That really needs to happen. Like a Mega Man X cooking game where he you defeat the Mavericks and then you go into the Iron Chef arena and you have to make something using that Maverick as the ingredient. <laughs> <laughs> Your secret ingredient is spark mandrel. <laughs> like, oh God, <laughs> I've never cooked with mandrel. <laughs> <laughs> I've never cooked with a sponge. <laughs> It's gonna be really fucking challenging. <laughs> oh it's okay man! Though, like, yeah, but the hard part of the game is finding like the one ounce of meat in these robot animals. Yeah, exactly. Not, Somewhere not in a there. lot of meat in these sponges. <laughs> Especially these robot sponges. <laughs> these are a terrible idea. I'm sorry. I, I wanted to enjoy this uh, calamari, but I I can't chew through it. Yes, that's because it's robot calamari. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and Sigma's one of the judges, and he's just, like, not happy about it. Like, you know, <laughs> e- I can even eat robot, and I don't care for this. <laughs> like, uh, I can, I can eat hosted. robot, but I won't eat this. Yeah. Uh, actually, now now I want to cross over with, like, Hell's Kitchen with Sigma. <laughs> where, oh, <man. laughs> where it's Gordon Ramsay as Sigma. <laughs> just, just 
<laughs> robot Gordon Ramsay infected with the Maverick virus. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and he just fucking insults Mega Man, and it hurts him every time, and that's how you take damage. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for that, like, incredibly in-touching, like, voice-acted cutscene of Zero just, like, holding the frying pan, like, No! No! What am I cooking for? <laughs> Get out of my kitchen. I look forward to the talking head segments where they're, like, you know, the, the, the confessionals. <laughs> just Zero and X, like, yeah, man, Sigma is a dick. <laughs> like, you know, but I was determined to show what I could do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Man. So this is flying off the handles. Dude, I'm not we are demonstrating friends. the full <laughs> scope of Game That 2 tonight. <laughs> the ability yeah. to somehow freestyle a <laughs> yeah, fucking, you know, Hell's Kitchen slash Mega Man X crossover out of just a discussion of Mega Man X4. You know, it uh, it takes skills to be that just unknowledgeable and ridiculous with things. <laughs> it's the- uh, <laughs> it's all because Capcom tried to pass off an onion as an animal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's Capcom's oh, yeah. fault, man. <laughs> yeah, like, I, like I said, I let them have wire sponge because the game was still dope. But it's like, no, 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 no. Dancing German fucking weather onion. Nope. Sorry, you just you lost me. You know, and I'm hungry. So you know, fuck this. At least Split Mushroom had a fun stage. True. You know, I assume that's true. I've never played this yeah. game. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, but if, yeah, if I, it's been a while since I played it. But if I remember, it's kind of like um, like a creepy, creepy, moody, atmospheric, like forest stage. Hmm. Tight. Yeah, because there was, if I remember, there was Magma Dragoon. I think Frost Walrus. Yes, yeah, because in the background of Frost Walrus' stage, you actually saw Blizzard Buffalo and Chill Penguin like frozen in the background. Oh, so that was a cool po- touch. Those poor guys. Uh, there was <laughs> Web Spider, Storm Owl. I Storm think Owl. Slash Beast was in this. Um, I definitely remember Cyber Peacock and <laughs> Jet Stingray. Cyber Peacock sounds hardcore. That sounds badass. Cyber Peacock stage, again, if I remember correctly, it was awesome because it kind of had that, like, Tron aesthetic, like you were inside of the internet with, like, electrodes firing everywhere and, like, neon lights. It was pretty cool. Awesome. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to find a way to play this game at some point. It does, it seems like this one would be probably still in like the decent like worth it's probably it's worth playing right i mean i'm, I'm assuming you've yes definitely like, definitely okay. yes it had, it had like as close as this was to going off the rails you know it seems like this they would still want to make a good impression with x4 as like their first fucking ps1 game so you know it, <laughs> it kind of like tiptoed to the line of going over the rails and then backed off whereas x5 was like hey let's name them after guns and roses people right sure. i mean that's you know whether that's a Japanese thing or just an American translation thing, I feel like that happened a lot. There seems seems like there was a lot of uh, characters named after rock musicians for a little while there. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, whatever, fuck it. I, mean, I don't care. That there's a mushroom in this game. If it's a mushroom that acts like Gemini Man, you know, I'm essentially cool with that. Gemini Man was a cool fucking boss fight, and it's something that should have been replicated before Mega Man X4. You know, and. Uh, you know, I'm assuming Storm Owl is not just a direct, like, sleepy ripoff of Storm Eagle, but, you know. <laughs> um, I don't believe so, no. 
Okay, good. That, I was say, it's been a while since I played it. Because then I would accuse them of laziness. Like, no, you already had a bird, and it was storm themed. Come on, guys. Are you not even <laughs> looking at the previous games when you're making these? <laughs> like, well, maybe yeah. you're thinking it's like, this is for all the PlayStation kids. They didn't have Super Nintendos. Yeah. They won't know. <laughs> what about Shock Baboon? No, fuck. We, <laughs> we already had that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, fine. We'll come up with something else. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> this has to be one of the only worth like worth playing X games past like Mega Man X3. Like I, I would like to check these out just for like the sake of knowing whether or not they're actually worth experiencing. But uh, yeah, I get the feeling they uh, they take a turn pretty quickly after this one. So maybe I would this say one. um, I would say X4 is like your last solid good bet. Right. Yeah, it, and just, you know, it's still, is, are the graphics still pixel-based, or have they gone, like, kind of bad 3D by then? No, 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 it's still, like, it's pixel. It actually, it looks really, really good, because it's that, like, PlayStation 2D. Yeah. PlayStation Pixel, actually, there were some solid-ass games with that, so. Cool. Um, yeah, awesome, man. That's, you know, good pick. Sorry that, uh, I'm assuming this was the pick that you had in mind for Jesse. <laughs> Yes, I don't know if he ever got into the X-Series, but I figured a Mega Man game on the PlayStation 1 is kind of like Jesse's area. Yeah, I think he might have known that. So, uh, you know, I'm sure he'll turn up at some point and uh, return the favor on you. Um, so, yeah, man. Uh, you know, tight pick, tight pick. Why, thank you. Um, and speaking of tight picks, why don't we go to Game 4? That's called a segue. He's getting it, he's getting it. <laughs>
Yeah. I don't know how well it comes through in the Skype, but man, that song gets like real bassy, like real low. <laughs> like, uh, cool. not, not, not great, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I still got the gist. You know, I like the, yeah. like the little, little twinkly parts that come and go. It's, uh, yeah. There's, there's some nice stuff in that. It's cool. Yeah. 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 Care for trivia? Yes. (laughs) Uh, This game was originally intended to have a level editor, but the idea was scrapped. Programming for the level editor was made, and through hacking the game, you can, in fact, still access it. If that isn't helpful, this next song's probably going to give it away, but I don't care. It's a really cool song. I mean, all right.
All right. Again, it was really fun to watch the two of you during that song. Like, wait, what? Uh, what? Huh? I know these two themes, and I think just by putting the names together, I have an answer. <laughs> Crap. Also, John looks pissed. No, I'm not. I'm not pissed. I'm just. I'm, I'm not coming up with anything. It's just not working for me. Um, give me a sec. I got to think of something. Something with Mario. <laughs> or is it? <laughs> Go ahead, John. Show your answer. I'm not fucking right. getting this right. All right. So John Harrington says Super Mario All-Stars, which is incorrect. John Regan says Mario vs. Donkey Kong, which is correct. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was that other theme. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all the extra bass that you have on your end might actually really help you in that situation, Johnny. Just say it. Um, <laughs> in cool. other news, John Harrington's controller has the one sticky button. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, cool. So, Mario vs. Donkey Kong. Uh, what's that? DS? Uh, this was the first one for the Game Boy Advance. Oh, shit. I didn't realize they went, the, they went back that far. Um, but that makes see, sense. This is, see, this is the thing that... Um, kind of drives me nuts i really really like the first mario versus donkey kong and then mm. the second one for the ds became lemmings and it has been lemmings ever since and that pisses me off right what was the original mario versus donkey kong i guess then not lemmings was <laughs> you know no I it thought... <laughs> was basically like a sequel to donkey kong on the game boy which was huh. like it's a modified version of like the arcade donkey kong but it becomes more like puzzle platformer, like you have to figure out how to get through the stage. I, I've played uh, Game Boy and Donkey Kong, and yeah, it's like the first, it starts off as just Donkey Kong. And then they take the elements of Donkey Kong and make it like you, have, you collect keys and try to get through the level and like deal, it's a puzzle game. It's pretty interesting. It's, it's a really, really cool series, and it's a really cool idea. And then Nintendo kind of said, like, oh, so, because, like John was saying, the every level in Mario vs. Donkey Kong is basically split into two. There's the first level where you collect a key and get it to a door, and that unlocks the second part of the level. And the second part of the level is you have to get to a little wind-up mini Mario toy, and then you rescue that and beat the level. So Nintendo kind of just looked at this and said, well... Everybody seems to like the mini Marios. Let's make a game based off of that. Like, no, no, that's not what I liked. I like the puzzle platforming, and I like the. <laughs> no, this isn't what I wanted at all. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. I mean, it seems like the series is somewhat popular, but yeah, you know, it sucks they like keyed in on the wrong part. <laughs> yeah. You know. And I mean, like, they apparently keep selling and they keep doing well, but the, the first Mario vs. Donkey Kong is actually a really fun game. Um, hmm. If you like puzzle platformers and not lemmings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, that that's me, you know, because uh, I never really played much of lemmings, and I do like puzzle platformers. 
and uh, I'm also uh, one of those guys that never owned a Game Boy Advance, so it's just like, ah, crud. You know, I missed this one. But yeah, I was gonna say, like, the oh, music sounded like... Game Boy Advance. The, the music sounded Super NES-y, and I'm like, man, David never owned a fucking Super NES. You know, I'm a, I'm a little pissed at myself for not putting this one together. I really hate myself. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> Game Boy Advance was essentially a small Super Nintendo. There was definitely Donkey Kong theme in that last song. I totally just fucking missed it. <laughs> That's one of the things that I love about that Damn song. It. That last song is just the title screen music, but the way that it blends, because it would be one thing to have like Mario theme, Donkey Kong theme, but it kind of like right. intertwines the two, and I just think it sounds really, really cool. Yeah, it does yeah. a great job of that, and I feel like, you know, in my brain somewhere, it's like, you know, they've used that, that, like, that Donkey Kong theme, I feel like it's thrown in every now and then in, like, some Mario remixes. Like, maybe it's just been in enough, like, Mario Kart games or something that, like, I wasn't even fucking hearing it as Donkey Kong. It's like, <laughs> yep, okay, so that's a nice Mario remix. What else you got? Like, you know, I need more help here. <laughs> like, you know, oh, wait, crap. <laughs> like, there, took me about 15 seconds. Mar- there's definitely a good Mario remix, but there's this section that sounds like that Donkey Kong chorus in Mario Kart. But I don't know what it is. <laughs> exactly, man. Yeah, that just used Mario music, right? Am I right, folks? <laughs> like, oh, shit. It's like, seriously, like 15 seconds after the song ended, I'm like, oh, right, that, that fucking rhythm. God damn it. Like, <laughs> uh, embarrassing. So, um... <laughs> See, that's how I felt when you chose Pokemon Yellow. It's like, I know this. I okay, know good. I know this, but I have no <laughs> idea what it is. Ah, man. Yeah. I love that we're <laughs> getting to the point in these games where... We're going to infrequently be just taking revenge on each other. It's going to be nice. <laughs> well, no, it, it wasn't an intentional revenge. I, I just chose this game. I was like, you know what? Because I was thinking to myself as I was doing my spread, because first off, behind the scenes info, when you have to choose three songs from five whole games, it becomes taxing after a while. Yeah. Like, oh, God. What am I going to do next? It. And I was sitting there. I was like... I, I should do, I mean, if this is going to be, like, reflective of me, if I'm choosing all the musics, like, I gotta put a Mario game in there somewhere. Yeah. Which one should I do? And I almost chose, like, one of the Mario sports spinoffs, and then, as I was looking at a list, I saw Mario vs. Donkey Kong. It's like, wait a minute. That title screen sounded awesome. Yeah. I should use that. Well done, sir. <laughs> yeah. I would have preferred that you chose one of the Mario sports spinoffs, because I've played some of those. <laughs> but, but, yeah, man. Uh, you yeah, know, good tunes. From uh, from a good game, from a series that uh, sadly, <laughs> you know, went the uh, went the direction you didn't want it to go. You know, it's a, it's a damn shame. You know. Yeah, the first game was really really fun. And Have you played any of the ones since then? I played. There's um the newest one, which is the download title. That's like the amiibo version. Is it where you scan stars? in like, a Mario amiibo and then you get to play as that character. Hmm. Is that so, Tipping yeah. Stars? I think so. Yeah. I, always, I remember hearing about that. I'm like, that's a stupid name for a game. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, whatever. It's Mario vs. Donkey Kong, a series I don't play. So, you know, they do what they want. But, um, yeah. Yeah, cool. I mean, like, the, the series now, it's fun and it's fine, but the first game was something special. Right. You know, that's the thing. I, I guess you know. Yeah, if it was two, if it was two things that they combined into making one, you know, fun game, and then they just took one of those out and made it one of the other things. Like, you you lost something special here. <laughs> like, you you chose to only focus on one of these things and continue to make the series. So yeah, like obviously, something was missing. So yeah, 
you know, maybe they'll uh, maybe they'll get back to that. Maybe not. Maybe they'll just keep cranking things out. I don't know. Can we just all get jobs at Nintendo? I think we've demonstrated throughout this show that we are great at coming up with ideas that only we <laughs> like. So we should be able to. You know, we really should be able to get our foot in the door there. So let's I'm work on that. We've got. I've, it, We've got it, this idea. It's Crazy Taxi with murder. <laughs> I got mean, this idea. We, it's Mario vs. Donkey Kong. It's just the first game again. Just re-release. We would buy. We would make games that we would buy. So Nintendo is basically sleeping on like upwards of two hundred dollars by not yeah. hiring us. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we can develop games for guys like us, and there happen to be at least one, two, three. Jesse's not here, but that's four. Four guys like us. <laughs> so you know, they could be... Whew, man, they could be really making bank. You know, we um, develop games for guys like us. Wait a minute. I'm a guy like us. Yeah. <laughs> We're guys like Listen, us. Nintendo, I got a game idea. First, buy the rights to Beautiful Joe. Then, put Moses Sislak in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're going to need you to spend some money on this one. We need the license to Beautiful Joe. We also need the Simpsons. And uh, it's going to be great. Trust me. Yeah. So, yeah. Check out our past episodes if you have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> okay. I can just see, like, us with a... Us, like, in front of the Nintendo board. It's like, wait. So you don't own the rights to Cooking Mama or Mega Man X? Right, this is going to make this difficult. But I think we can pull it off. Look, call Gordon Ramsay, okay? Yeah, exactly. So you're telling me that you can't guarantee me usage of, you know, Tunyon... Gordon Ramsay or the cooking license. Oh, this is going to be a challenge. <laughs> oh, man. Not impossible, but difficult. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, but, man, when we get it done, it's going to be tight. Master Chef Jr. the game cross Mega Man X4. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Master Chef Jr. <laughs> Kids cooking Mavericks. It's going to be dope. It's going to be yelled at by Gordon Ramsay. Kids can yell at by Gordon Ramsay for failing to cook robots properly. It's no, going to be great. I think we just found our title, Hell's Kitchen, subtitle, Cooking Mavericks. <laughs> it goes hand in hand with our Mega Man X title, or our Mega Man title, <laughs> Grocery Mavericks. So, you know, it's the logical progression. You know, we bought the groceries from the grocery <laughs> stage, and now we're going to cook the Mavericks. So... Yeah, man, it's uh, you know, oh, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be real. Although, good. um, speaking of cooking, I do believe these last songs are cooking, Johnny. Game five.
This would be the game that has the abrupt endings, by the way. Oh, ah. right. That. really should have gone back and fixed that, shouldn't I? Uh, that's all right, man. All right. You know, there's this thing called Post. You know, <laughs> heard <laughs> okay, of it? Cool. <laughs> I'm sorry, Post. Post what? <laughs> all right, so um, trivia hint? Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, so it was widely believed that the GameCube was the kitty system, if you will. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, uh, kind of playing into that kid-friendly attitude of the GameCube, uh, this GameCube game had an option to turn on or off the gore. If you turned off the gore, every time that you killed an enemy, daisies flew out of them. <laughs>
Oh, it's over. Psych out. <laughs> All right. Do, 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 do we How are you feeling, Johnny? Guesses or do I we have a need guess? Okay. Here you go. Uh, John Regan says Mortal Kombat for GameCube. Admirable Boo. guess, but incorrect. John Harrington says Alien Hominid, which is correct. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Man, should have oh known man. that music. Oh man, I have that game and everything. Really? Yeah, but I have it on PS2, where I don't know if there is a gore option or not. No, you know, no idea. Oh, I don't even sure look for that. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't know <laughs> exactly. You don't go seeking out the option to turn off the gore. But, uh... I remember I found that because I was playing the game, and then I was checking the options. Because I think in the options menu you can change your hat. Because there's a bunch of customizable hats you can get. <laughs> I was like, wait, gore? Okay, turn it off and everything. And then, because it's a lot like Metal Slug, where you, the the attack button shoots your gun, but if you're close to somebody, you'll pull out a knife and just, like, slit somebody's throat. So I did it right to this guy, and then just, like, flowers started popping out. That's amazing. (laughs) Oh, that's precious. (laughs) Like, if it had defaulted to that, and then, like, you know, you had the option to turn on the blood, it almost would have been even better. Like... Why are flowers coming at everybody? I love this fucking game. Oh, you can make it really bloody? Hmm. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it, I'll stick with flowers. This is really nice. <laughs> like, this game's so fucking crazy. Yeah, it makes sense. It's like, you know, fucking, uh, it's like No More Heroes where you cut off a guy's head and it blows coins out the top. Like, yeah, sure. Let's go with it. <laughs> well, I mean, that's oh, my man. favorite thing because, like, you shoot an enemy and, like, one flower pops out. You slit a throat and then a few flowers. But there's a move <laughs> where you can jump onto the back of an enemy and ride them around while they're screaming. And then you bite their head off. And then, like, a gush of flowers just comes flying out. <laughs> uh, perfect. Goddamn, man. Uh, yeah. I'm glad that you chose this game because, uh, you know, with our, uh, with our GameCube and Xbox episode last week, I really can't... Uh, Came up with like the list of you know games that I figured you would like choose, and this was towards the top. And I feel like I love I, this game. <laughs> I feel like I inceptioned you into choosing this game this week. Like last week, you had something already in mind, <laughs> and then this week it's like, yeah, Alien Hominid. I should choose that. I'm like, David's gonna pick Alien Hominid. At some <laughs> I know it's coming. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's gotta be coming. <laughs> so I'm glad well, there was such a quick, I'm glad there was a quick turnaround even... on it. I didn't even think about it for the GameCube episode, and then when you was like, yeah, I have a list of games that you could see, I was like, oh yeah, Alien Hominid, that game's awesome! Yeah, fuck should yeah, be that Alien game. <laughs> like, I chose a different, you know, cel-shaded, side-scrolling something or other, but Alien Hominid was, uh, that was the pick. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I definitely owned that game at some point. I'm sad that, uh, I'm sad that most of my GameCube collection is gone. Like, I think I'm down to, like, six games somehow. And, uh, but yeah, Alien Hominid was a lot of fun. I mean, yeah, you're a, a yellow alien with a funny hat on, you know, just fucking annihilating motherfuckers. Like, I don't think there was much more to it than that. Like, it was... Didn't this... Wasn't this originally, like, a fucking Flash game? Like... Yep. <laughs> yes, it was. It was. It's... <laughs> It's the most successful Newgrounds game ever. It had, like, between 10 and 20 million downloads. And then somebody, like, one of the guy's friends was a programmer and said, you know, you should put this on a console. Yeah. Okay. And then they did. Done. (laughs) I mean, like, did that... Was this the game that, like, launched the fucking guys that, like, got this going? Because, I mean, this was... This is like uh, the behemoth. Like, they made Castle Crashers and shit. So, like... This was their first game. 
Good for them, man. <laughs> like, making Flash games, getting popular enough for a console release, making console games. Like, dude, fucking video game success story. I dig it. <laughs> and I'm upset because they, um, they actually, for a while, they had action figures, like little toys you could buy. You could get one of the aliens, um, I think one of the FBI agents, you could get the first boss, and then you could get the fat kid in the fork t-shirt that gives you power-ups. And I really <laughs> wanted that set of figures. <laughs> oh man, I had no idea this got popular enough for fucking action figures, or, you know, any sort of figures, but, you know, whatever, man. Oh, god. Um, yeah, man, I, you know, I had a lot of fun playing this game. This, uh, you know, I feel like this came out, like, right after I moved out of my parents' house for, uh, you know, after high school. And it was just like, you know, me and Michael played the shit out of this. Was it more than one player? Or, yes. Um, yeah. There was, there yeah, was okay, definitely a co-op option. Yeah, okay, tight. Because, yeah, we definitely, I was like, you know, did I play this by myself? Or, <laughs> you know, because there was a time when, you know, like, like we've covered in some previous episodes, there's those games you play in front of your friends <laughs> that, like, they have never played, but somehow know in and out. But no, this was one of the ones we actually uh, played together. This was uh, this game was a lot of fun. So yeah, just fucking gory alien shoot 'em up, side scrolling, you know, cel shaded, ridiculous. Like, what is not to love about that? How you know, how, have the Behemoth guys been making more games besides Castle Crashers? Like, have they come out with anything in a while? Because I feel like they we need some a, stuff. They made another one. It was um, I think it was called Battle Block. Battle Block um, Theater. Ooh. Yes. Yeah, I actually bought and played that a little bit. It was pretty fun. How was it? Right. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. It's pretty good. It's not because it's not like a like man. I'm trying to remember it now. It's not. It's not like a beat 'em up. It's a more like a puzzle game. You know, it's a little different. Okay. Uh, I, I don't like it as much as I like Castle Crashers. Like that. That game's amazing. Alien Hobbit is amazing. Yeah, I still missed out on Castle Crashers somehow, despite the fact that I'm sure you can get it for like fucking pennies for steam or whatever totally yep. missed the castle crashers train <laughs> i uh, highly recommend castle crashers yeah i know you do <laughs> but uh yeah man alien hominid you know you know i'm glad it, i'm glad it launched that studio it seems you know like i said those guys need to be making more stuff but, but i don't think they're a uh, you know, real major group of guys <laughs> like, <laughs> i would know. also um i would be remiss if i didn't mention one of the best things about alien hominid and one of my favorite stories involving this game uh, all of the little mini games in this game, because mm. there's a the alien has a little PDA that has um, extra games. There's like a little like a pitfall puzzle platforming game in there, and my favorite is Super Soviet Missile Mastar. Yeah, <laughs> where you have to guide like the Soviet missile into it's basically like an Atari game, and you have to guide the missile into the United States to destroy it. And my favorite story <laughs> about this is I was. I think it might have actually been with you, Johnny. I was I was playing this game with somebody. It's like, oh, we gotta play Missile Master and everything. Here, you should try it. It's like, okay, what do you do? Oh, you guide the missile into America, and you know, you destroy the evil capitalist pigs. Like, okay, well, well, how do you go? You don't. Like, you, there's no button to push. Well, well, how do you speed up? Yeah, what do you do? You don't. It's like, well, well, what do you like? What do you shoot to get everything out? Of the, you don't. You literally just move up and down. That's the entire game. Nope, not enough. Need more than that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not following you here. <laughs> how are you gonna make so? How are you gonna put a simple ass little game inside of a larger game? I'm not. I'm not getting that at all. Like, That's too many nothing games. about this adds up. <laughs> don't inset me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, man, I forgot all about the tiny little mini games, but yeah. Yeah, it sucks. I, I get the feeling this game's probably exceedingly rare at this point. Like, I would love to get this back from my fucking GameCube or PS2 collection, because, uh, you know, that's a collection worth, uh, worth rebuilding. But, uh, I get the feeling this one's, uh, not lost to time, but, uh, it's, uh, it's kind of a forgotten classic. And, man, it was a classic. Yeah. It's so good. It's just so fun, man. Like, it's funny, you know, because I was talking, we were just talking recently about Beautiful Joe. And, like, I got fucking so frustrated with Beautiful Joe that I just, like, gave up on it. I never gave up on Alien Hominid. Like, I just blasted and fucking gored my way through that game. And, you know, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the difference was. Maybe it was just, this, you know, maybe it was just so simple. It's like, yeah, I can just, you know, I don't know. It, the game's just exceedingly simple. Just, you know, shooting and killing shit. It's basically shit. Metal Slug. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, not it a, is. I'm not saying it's not a deep game. It's it, you know, the game's a fucking blast, but it's just like, yeah, you know, I can I can get into this. Like, <laughs> cool. <laughs> so yeah, man, play the shit out of it. Classic game. So uh, cool, man. Cool, cool, cool. Glad. Uh, like I said, glad I could uh, secretly convince you to pick this at some point. You know, smooth, smooth, Johnny. Somebody's <laughs> playing the long game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Somebody's pulling the strings behind this whole thing. I don't know who it is, but uh, I think we're bound to find out by the end of this tournament. There's a shadowy, shadowy figure going on. Um, so yeah, man. You know, <laughs> there. Uh, you know, it's it's nice, man. We had, you know, at the moment, we don't have any need for the calculating computer tonight. Instead, I'm just gonna throw it over to Johnny for our leaderboard update. Johnny, what's the scores for tonight, man? All right, the scores for tonight are two points me and two points John. Man, we are not very good at this. No. (laughs) (laughs) A five game each only got two. (laughs) Five great games and we both got two. If this was school, we would be failing. (laughs) Oh, dude, if this was school, we'd be failing severely. But if this was also school, I'd be fucking, you know, pissed that my teacher gave me a five question test. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I bet you so, would go into that class like, wait a minute, I have a five question test on video games? This is awesome. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Mega Man X4, this is bullshit. <laughs> John, go to the principal. <laughs> God, what the but hell anyway, class would that be? <laughs> I believe I that know, would I mean, be that... Uh, introduction to awesome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know, feel like that was every one of my economics classes because I slept and dreamt my way through them. Yeah. Oh God, <laughs> economics. Yep, we're not getting into that. Um, so yeah, I guess you know, there's uh, there's no real like winners tonight. It was a good game, good show. Um, you know, the way we're gonna play this tournament, or whatever you want to call it at this point, is uh, it's it's the holiday season, holiday absurdity, and so we're uh, we're each being uh, you know generous, given the gift of wonderful music. And so, uh, normally where this episode is like a, a you know, privilege for he who has won the previous tournament. Thank you, David, for the five games worth of great music. We will each be contributing, uh, entire shows worth of music. So next week, it's going to be all me. Five games chosen by me for, uh, David and Johnny to guess. And then after that, it's going to be Johnny home for the holidays, hosting a show from his old bedroom. 
picking five games. I assume your mother or father will be a guest on the show. <laughs> it's gonna be fucking dope. And yeah, so next week, Johnny and David are gonna be guessing my games, and then after that, me and uh, me and David are gonna be guessing, guessing Johnny's games. And whoever ends up with the most points, the two guys with the most points, go head-to-head in the finals. And man, you know, it's going to be a fucking crazy, fun-filled, wacky finals. I'm sure of it. So One uh, might even say, absurd. <laughs> One might say that. <laughs> we gotta get that how absurd soundbite. Yeah, exactly. I, I feel like I really dropped the ball by not including the how absurd soundbite on my soundboard for this episode. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be good. It's going to be a good little tournament. It's going to, you know, extend past the end of December. So, the ho- <laughs> you know, the holiday absurdity is going to go on and include New Year's Day. And it might even go to Martin Luther King Day. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> you know, those holiday are holidays. Holiday absurdity, now including Epiphany. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> holiday absurdity, also President's Day. We're keeping it going, people. <laughs> you know, we could also just extend it straight up to our first anniversary. Because that's coming up at the end of January. (laughs) Oh, cool. Oh, that's true. Which is fucking crazy, guys. We're coming up on a year of this podcast. Uh, It's still a few weeks away, but man, it feels great. Really, really great. So, anyway, yeah. uh, You know. Thanks, uh, thanks to everybody that's uh, played along, watched along, listened along with us for uh, these episodes. Uh, You know, thank you again, David, for the five great games tonight. Um. We'll be back next week with five games by me. So you can follow me on Twitter at jgangsta187. Follow Johnny on Twitter at jpreganjr. Yay. Follow David on Twitter at that's dfdfleming. Yep. And uh, if you want to follow the show that you're listening to, we're at gttpod. You search for Game That Tune on Facebook for our Facebook Live videos. Uh, Twitch.tv slash GameThatTune, also broadcasting the same live video. YouTube, uh, search channels for Game That Tune. We're on there. We're going triple threat live. And uh, we're always having a blast. Every Wednesday night, live at 9, and then back in podcast form. So, you know, whatever way you like to enjoy our ridiculousness, uh, you know, we'll get it to you. So, that's the show, and it's uh, it's David's show, so it's David's bonus music, man. What uh, What do you got for us this week? Well, we're in the middle of a tournament. Um, yeah. We're going down. We're competing head to head, people fighting people. So, since it's my turn, I'm closing out with what, in my opinion, may be the greatest final boss song of all time. Go on. <laughs>
Kingdom Hearts 2 is copyright 2006 Disney Enterprises Incorporated. Vector Man is copyright 1995 Sega Games Company Limited. Mega Man X4 is copyright 1997 Capcom Company Limited. Mario vs. Donkey Kong is copyright 2004 Nintendo of America Incorporated. Alien Hominid is copyright 2004 The Behemoth.